0: You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison.
1: Welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show where we've been cursed by a witch to talk about pop and geek culture news once a week for the rest of our lives or face terrible consequences. The direst (laughs) of consequences,
0: yes. I'm Cody. I'm Sam.
1: And I'm Samantha.
0: We have a fantastic show for you this week. Of uh, pretty game, video game heavy this week. Sorry, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> no, uh, we we're gonna be talking about the Nintendo Direct. We're gonna be talking about um, a little bit about the the PlayStation uh, State of Play, but we have some other stuff going on too. But first, let's get into some things we have been checking out. Check it out. I love that jingle.
1: Yeah, it's good every time.
0: Every time. Gets me so pumped (laughs) for talking about what I've done this week.
1: What have you done this week? Not a whole lot. What have you done? What have I done?
0: No, I. uh, so the main thing I've been doing, I continue to play uh, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, the phone game. It uh, continues to be a lot of fun and very addictive. And you can set it so that you don't actually have to do hardly anything. (laughs) <laughs> so it's very just kind of sit back, idle, and relax kind of game. It plays itself, kind of. Yeah, the um, so the auto attack mode uh makes it so the only thing that you interact with is the limit limit breaks, and the game's AI is pretty smart. So it's not like it's nice. picking just the most generic attacks over and over. No, it actually does a good job uh, taking into account the enemy's weakness and what you have on your character and stuff like that. It's actually pretty nice.
1: So if, if you're only into like being a gearhead about character stats and equipment and stuff, which I am there, that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: no, it's, it's perfect for me at work because I have to be engaged in work enough to not be able to just sit there and tap and think about it, but I can be distracted enough that I can. Okay. I'm going to level this thing up a couple times And then basically hit the automation, let it do its thing, and then come back and look at my stats. Big number go up.
1: Big number go up. Everybody loves big number go up. (laughs) It's
0: the best part. It's the best (laughs) part of video games is when the number, you get more of it. But uh, but no, the game continues to be fun. The story modes are pretty interesting. Um, so I love the Final Fantasy universe, but I've have had minimal contact with everything outside of the main game. Like I've seen Advent Chil- Children, but that's about that's about it. And I think it, I've been finding it very interesting to get to know some of the side characters and side stories and backstories of some of the your, other
1: your Zacks and your yeah. Mainly Zach, mainly, mainly (laughs) Zach. And then the three
0: uh, made up fake characters for the uh, Battle Royale game, because those you played that game a little bit, didn't you? I did. Yeah. um, Those characters
1: like a character named Glenn and a character named Matt. No, I don't. I don't remember seeing them ever.
0: Okay, yeah. I think (laughs) this is an entirely new story based around when they were first creating the first soldier uh, project. Like they're the first ones that have been Mako infused and in whatever.
1: I wish they didn't gate gatekeep that story behind already playing a bunch of the original story, and uh, oh, what's the Zach game? Crisis Core, Crisis Core because I've played Crisis Core and I've played the original game. <laughs> like let me have the new stuff, please. Well, they like
0: the, they they do let you know, have the new stuff pretty early on. I mean, I think you have to get through you have to get through the Reno fight in the in the sanctuary in the main game and the Zack stuff takes maybe 20 minutes.
1: Oh, so I just need to stick it out a little bit. Well, I'm probably about done with the Zack. You're stuff just then.
0: about there. Yeah. So And then, and the new, the new content, it goes like, I thought the story wrapped up and it just keeps going. It's not the most interesting in the world, but mostly because it is so divorced from everything else. Like they're introduced an entire region of the world that wasn't in the previous games that, that the capital is in at war with. That's weird. And a whole thing. It's like when they were first building the Mako reactors. Like they're first scouting huh. it out, and there's a region of the world that is more, more magically inclined, or whatever. So they're sending scout troops scout groups oh, out. Oh, they're going to blow it all
1: up. It's going to be gone. Oh, yeah. Before the end of the game. Oh, that's that's one thing I did when I played Crisis Core. It starts in a town that's not in the original game. I'm like, mm-hmm. you can't just add a town to the world. Oh, yeah, no, it and doesn't And then exist. by the end of the thing, it gets blown up. So yeah. that's why.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. But uh, but no, it continues to be fun. And uh, I did l- figure out a workaround to play it on my PC. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I've been using Bluestacks the uh, uh phone emulator
1: whatever the, the actual crisis core game is a banger and you should play it oh really yeah it's pretty good cool cool
0: i mean this this seems like it does a really good job kind of telling the story yeah but yeah
1: it's it's very it's somewhere between kingdom hearts and final fantasy
0: nice nice okay right on so
1: i guess kind of like the remake
0: <laughs> yeah a little bit that's what it kind of sounds like sure but uh, beyond that, I uh, the other thing I did was I booted up uh, the Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Violet. Uh, oh,
1: yeah, the DLC The came DLC.
0: Out. I have just dipped my toe into <laughs> the DLC, just the tiniest, tiniest bit. And it's still more Scarlet and Violet for better or worse. The frame rate still is... <laughs> oh, no. It's actually a little bit worse in oh, spots no. because they tried to make it the area more... Populated and more visually interesting, not just giant wide tracks of nothing. Yeah. Uh, Which means it looks great, but it means at times it drops down to like 10 frames a second. It's, I mean, absolutely playable, not the most optimized.
1: So, yeah, like the rest of the game. So, like the rest (laughs) of the
0: game. Yeah. But, and also, it's kind of weird that you spend the entire main game getting to know, doing this whole, like, I'm meeting my friends at school and doing all this stuff and getting to know all the characters. And this DLC doesn't feature any of them.
1: (laughs) Okay, bye. It's like, nope,
0: you're going to go, you're going to become a foreign exchange student to another country and all your friends are gone, don't worry about them.
1: (laughs) Here's a whole bunch of new people. One that absolutely hates you. (laughs) Well, it's, uh, that's refreshing to have a Pokemon character that doesn't like you. Oh, yeah.
0: No, it is. Uh, you have a new rival in this new area that is a jerk on the level, if not more than original the original rival or or uh, Scarlet or not a Scarlet Violet, but uh gold silver.
1: Oh, the gold silver guy was the was a criminal jerk. <laughs> yeah. No, this one is
0: like, hey, you're the new kid, right? I hate you, and I'm going <laughs> to knock your face in the dirt.
1: Get get on my level, dude. I, I would I would get this DLC right away if I wasn't already so entrenched in Starfield.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. How is Starfield, by the way? Oh,
1: I like it so much.
0: Does he still hate Mondays? Oh, we, yeah. We made that joke last yeah, week, but it's it, a good joke.
1: Ate so much lasagna.
0: Space smells so much cosmic lasagna.
1: Star lasagna. Uh Uh-huh. It's, I mean, it's not groundbreaking. Mm
0: -hmm. It's
1: not, you know, it's not No Man's Sky, but it's still fun despite it all. I I saw somebody describe it as video game comfort food, and that's exactly what it is.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean... Yeah, at the end of the day, a Bethesda game, whether it's broken or not, whether it's doing new things or not, it's still going to be fun.
1: Yeah. They, people it's fine. Wouldn't, people wouldn't buy them 500 times if they weren't <laughs> having fun.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And it, I mean, it doesn't push the envelope. It. It's not, it's not even any more impressive than any of their other games, I don't think. Yeah. It does work a lot better. I've, I've run into very well, few. Well, that's that
0: Microsoft money. Yeah. That extra level of polish. And not even polish, but just like one more round of bug testing. Yeah,
1: Like I said last time, it's only crashed on me back to the to the dashboard one time. No. Which is pretty good. That's not bad for a launch game. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. I saw somebody like on Facebook or something complain about we're all just beta, beta testers for games now. And it's like, this ain't the right game to be making that complaint about. This one this one's pretty solid. This is solid. But, you know, there's there's been a handful of games that have come out that have been really
0: solid lately. This one, I've heard uh, Baldur's Gate three. Well, because that one was in yeah, that was early in- access for like five years yeah. or whatever.
1: Yeah, it better be. <laughs> yeah, polished. but it was it was pretty well done. I, I thought that was so funny when people were surprised how polished it was. It's like it's it have been working on it forever. It better be. Yeah,
0: but like Street Fighter six came out and there were very little, if any, bugs. I mean, there's always going to be bugs, but very little.
1: So Zelda uh, Tears of the Kingdom was flawless, I think. Well, they polished that for a year. They really did, yeah. They said the last year they worked on it was all polished, and it shows. It shows, and that's good. I would
0: rather wait for... uh, Well, yeah, I'd rather wait for a game to be released the correct way than rush it out. I Actually, I think Nintendo Man... um, Was that Iwata? Actually had a quote about that. It was Miyamoto, Miyamoto, Like.
1: Maybe. But it's it
0: was to also ta- that quote maybe of... Taken know. out
1: of context, or maybe he never even he never said even it. never even said Nobody it. Nobody knows, but it's like... It's too good
0: of a quote. Yeah. Because it's, what is it? A rushed game is seldom good, but a uh, late game is better or something uh, uh, like that.
1: A, a rushed game is is bad forever or something. I now I can't even it doesn't it's It not doesn't a matter.
0: It does. Yeah, it's not that
1: important. <laughs> but, uh, but and it doesn't really apply in the world of patches nowadays anyway No. because a rushed game is not necessarily bad forever. Yeah.
0: Well, look at uh, uh Cyberpunk.
1: Yeah. Which that I've game heard
0: was terrible on on launch. <laughs> I've
1: heard the uh, new stuff they're putting in is really really good. I've heard
0: it's pretty good as well. Yeah.
1: Although I I enjoyed I thoroughly enjoyed the game when it came out, but it I didn't play it on a console, is the thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I want—I really want to talk about Starfield is spoiler territory, so I don't know if I want to... It's a little early yeah. for spoilers.
0: I think if we wait another week or two probably by that point, I, we'll, it's fair game, but I yeah, did, for now it's... I did yeah. find
1: out that I was doing ship combat all wrong the whole time. Oh, yeah? Uh Yeah. After you get a lock on the other ship, you can basically, like, like do the VAT system from oh. the Bethesda the oh, yeah. Fallout. You can target individual parts of the ship in slow motion, oh, and that nice. makes okay. the fights a lot easier. I was having kind of a hard time. Oh, gotcha. And it makes yeah. it a lot easier when you know how to do it right. <laughs> makes makes sense. <laughs> the game the game is really not good about explaining how things work, mm-hmm. which is a double edged sword because it has it gives it that like exploratory feeling that they want it to have. Mm-hmm. But also like just tell I I don't wanna have to discover how to put gas in a gas tank. Like I should just be able to do that.
0: Sure. Yeah, that (laughs) makes sense. That makes sense.
1: I was I was playing with the like the outpost building and trying to get a helium powered thing to to power my base and it's like, oh, I need to build this first and connect it here. And the the game didn't tell me any of this. I had to (laughs) Google how to do it. Even then, it's it's still fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I just thought of another thing that I've been checking out. Um, sorry, sorry to jump back. Sorry to take it from you here. Oh no, no but, I was, uh, I, was
1: done, I was done with Starfield. <laughs> okay,
0: but uh, so I I uh, sat down and modded my uh, 3ds the other day. So I've I've been putting a bunch of kind of weirdo games on there and stuff. Nice. And I uh tested out the capacity for modded games by uh starting up. Pokemon Yellow Cramorant Edition. Cramorant? Someone went through and took Pokemon Yellow and modded it, uh, did a couple things, like you can catch all 150, well, there's 154 in the game this time, because they've added, they went through and added a couple more.
1: Including Cramorant. Cramorant
0: (laughs) is, so Pokemon Yellow is the one where Pikachu follows you around and stuff. They've replaced him with, with that seagull what spits up fish?
1: <laughs> you remember this is the one that eats the like eats whole things from
0: was it some- Dive or, or surf and then it eats it's a bluebird and sometimes it'll swallow a, a Pikachu instead of a fish, <laughs> yeah, and it spits it out. Yeah, it the guy went through and edited every sprite. You can talk <laughs> to your Cramorant that follows you around, added moves to the game where it uh it has. Uh, the move gulp missile, which is basically it swallows a fish in, in round one and spits it out at the opponent <laughs> in round two. Um it's uh some trainers make reference to the fact that boy, your your Pokemon that's fallen you is kinda kinda goofy looking. <laughs> because Cramorant is this pelican, but he has like the wall eyes. Like he's like the no, zero thoughts are going <laughs> on in its head. And um But otherwise, it's balanced. It's actually balanced really well. Nice. Like, there's a lot of, um, they added uh, a couple of items to evolve, like, trade-only evolutions. They added, was it, I think the item's called the Linking Cable or something like that.
1: Like, um, what was that? The last Pokemon game? Arceus. Arceus, 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 yeah. They did that. That's how they handled that, too. Well,
0: that's how they're handling it in Pokemon Sleep, as well. But, and, actually, uh, Scarlet Violet, I think they have that item, in there as the well, linking cable. Uh, the linking cable. But uh yeah, it's uh, otherwise it plays just like the original Pokemon games. But it's it has an extra level of polish and an extra level of whatever. And apparently, post game the SSN comes back, and you can surf around it, and you can search underneath the truck, <laughs> and guess what's there? It's Mew. It's Mew. <laughs> That's the whole thing.
1: Gotta get under that
0: truck. Mm-hmm. Just, just like the old rumors, of the, the pre-internet rumors
1: about Pokemon. <laughs> Speaking of ships, yes, One Piece. One Piece. We finally we've watched the live-action One Piece. Did you, yo ho ho, take a bite of gum gum? Yes, I'm. I'm fully on the gum gum train now because <laughs> I really, really liked it. It's really, really fun and fresh and just. I, it's just really good. It gets the tone right. I'm well at first. I was guessing because I had not seen the anime. Sure, but I've seen. I've since watched the anime. We've kind of got them at the point where they're like at the same point.
0: Nice. So okay. one's
1: not spoiling the other.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um.
1: So I'm. I'm the big One Piece fanboy now. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> I initially when I watched it I don't know however long ago, a thousand years was ago. Like four kids. Yeah. Well for one it was the four kids dub. Yeah when I originally the, the had Saturday morning it.
0: cartoon dub and that was bad.
1: Yeah. And I was put off by the character designs because they're weird. Ugly. And ugly. But I have I've come around on that because it's more fun. Sure. It, they're fun designs that are interesting to look at instead of just being Anim, generic An- anime, generic anime yeah it's it's almost like you can see a definite toriyama inspiration in oh sure Alien's yeah you can see that suppose, it has yeah. the, the whole thing kind of has a what if dragon quest was pirates feel to it like i don't know why it gives me that feeling but it kind of does i don't well, know you can, well you're
0: like your crew is your party and and stuff and they have magic powers kind of yeah or at least the main the main guy has magic powers monkey yeah monkey monkey
1: Monkey d luffy monkey d luffy gonna be the king of the pirates (laughs) whoever it is that they got to play him in the live action captures his his spirit just dead on
0: i saw an interview with that with that guy and he said that he met with the creator of one piece and the creator said when i look at you i picture like he like as soon as he met him he's like you're you're the only choice you are wow. you are Monkey D Luffy as far as I'm concerned.
1: He does such a good he embodies There's that the
0: like overly excitable yeah positive positive bright eyed like
1: I'm going to be a pirate yeah. king. Here we go. And it's just not annoying like, Yeah, it's in a way that's not annoying too. That's what gets me. Oh, he's, that's good at he's least. He's not like the uh sh- shonen protagonist sure. that's like I don't, he's not the My Hero Academia kid or Naruto. Like there's 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 something more going on in there that makes him more endearing. I See, think. that's
0: good because I always kind I always put him right there with the with a like a Naruto or whatever. Is like I'm gonna be the best. Hooray! Yeah,
1: yeah, there there is just something about his attitude that makes him more endearing than those characters. Yeah, good, good. I don't. It's just he seems so much more genuine. Hmm. Or something—it's hard to put my finger on.
0: So, as far as the other p- characters are concerned, does
1: the guy put his sword in his mouth? Yes. <laughs> okay. It's that's so cool. I love it so much. <laughs> There's a great line where where Luffy's like, "Where's the third sword go?" And then after he fights with it in his mouth, he's like, "Oh, that's where it goes." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like what? A, like what? A clever idea. To have a guy that fights with a sword in his mouth. Sure, yeah, and kind of, and distinctly piratey. It's even though it he's, is a little bi- piratey. Even yeah. though he's technically not a pirate at first, but it sure. just seems piratey to fight with a sword in your
0: mouth. Yeah, yeah.
1: Nami's got that Fujiko in her. Oh, she's very Fujiko from Lupin. Okay, which I never yeah. picked up on before. She's a she's a sneaky thief that that will yeah. put one over on you. Gotcha. Okay. Well, good.
0: I'm glad it's I'm glad the sh- the live action and the and the anime is good. <laughs> yeah. The, you the, only the, have like what a thousand or yeah. so episodes <laughs> yeah, of the, the other, of the anime. The
1: other great thing is there's so many episodes. I'll probably die before I see all of them. <laughs> There will be always be one piece to watch. Mm-hmm. Yep, never get bored. There's always one piece. <laughs> yeah.
0: See, I'm waiting for the entire series to end so I can watch it all in one piece.
1: <laughs> uh, like no, I like won't Gold want. Roger intended. Yeah, exa-
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> it's, I've been playing the heck out of the new Monster Hunter Niantic. Oh yeah, yeah. Game. Tell me, tell me about that. Uh, Monster Hunter now. Po- Monster Hunter, Pokemon Go, it, which is what it is. Yeah, uh, but I I like it better so far because it's more the battle systems feels more proactive and it feels mm. like you're actually doing something other than just tapping a button and then letting the stats sort themselves out. Well,
0: it had it kind of had to be, you know. A uh, uh, Monster Hunter is more of a proactive game. Where Pokemon Go was designed for catching first and everything else was an afterthought.
1: Yeah, this is the most game feeling game that Niantic has done, I think. Oh, good. Because when you fight a monster, you are actively like swiping forward and back to dodge and roll back and toward the monsters. You circle them. Hitting different parts of them, they're they're weaker in certain areas than others. Mm. Um, and you if you hit the right part repeatedly, you can break it to get more drops like in the original game. Sure, sure. Um and I and there's just picking stuff up off the map as you walk around, like you I guess you don't really do that in Pokemon, but you do in this.
0: Well, you can like, kinda do that with like the stops and yeah. stuff.
1: And this is kind of the same thing. They're the same locations that are Pokestops are are like resource deposits like places to mine or place. But there's also just can randomly, they can show up on the map too. like a Pokemon would show up along with the monsters. Okay. And there's big monsters that are more of a time investment to fight. Yeah. And then there's also smaller ones that you can tap three times and they're dead.
0: Okay. Let's see. That was the other thing I was concerned about with it because monster hunter is also very much a co a cooperative game and I really didn't want to sink into something that like you couldn't play without having to team up with other people oh yeah
1: I I haven't fought any monster where I felt like I couldn't handle it myself okay but I'm and I'm like level 13 at this point which oh. okay. I, I don't know if it will reach a point where I can't handle the monsters alone I, and I, that's we'll when see. they'll start
0: charging you real dollar money for the uh the team up orb or yeah. whatever
1: yeah I have I haven't done a multiplayer fight but they seem really easy to start. Okay. and You just like scan each other's uh, QR codes and hmm. then you fight a monster. And also they have a good uh, paintball system where if you have the item paintball and you see a monster you want to fight but you're not in the position to do it right then. If you hit it with a paintball it'll put it in your menu and later when you feel like fighting it oh. you can do it. Okay that's cool. That's actually really cool all right and they've handed them out pretty pretty regularly when you level up you get a paintball
0: okay well yeah i will uh that's uh one of those uh phone games that i was wanting to check out i probably will sometime this weekend and uh
1: yeah yeah i've I've been having fun with it and it hasn't like done the mobile phone game switcheroo where all of a sudden it's like oh this isn't fun anymore yeah, like suddenly I hit the wall, mm-hmm. and it's not fun anymore and because I check didn't out. Yeah. because I didn't give them any money. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs> going back to Ever Crisis. I have a feeling in six days that is when it's going to stop being fun because they had a launch. Like all of the drops and things are doubled.
1: Oh, for six days. Oh, so it's, gonna so start it's going to so it's going to start.
0: It's going to get start getting real grindy in a in less than a week and that's probably when I'll drop off of it that's why I, I want to try to get as much of the uh, the story done as I can and then not touch it until the next big content update or whatever because I'll probably do another like introductory like whatever yeah with it
1: this has been the iOS game report you know what we don't talk about uh, phone games all that often it's yeah, true uh,
0: this, is a, this is a nice slightly different we do tech we talk about yeah. tech sometimes it's all good All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we will get into some news. Long Play is a radio show. Long Play is a lifestyle. It is a radio show. It's a lifestyle.
1: Hey, 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 calm down, you two. Long Play is both a radio show and a lifestyle. If part of your very existence includes playing
0: old vinyl records... Oh, oh it, it is, is. It is. ...then long plays the radio
1: show for you. I invite you to tune in Friday nights at 11 and Saturday afternoons at 3 to see what it's like to have... The best, best of both, both worlds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, we're back from the break. Let's go ahead and get into some news. Mario that's not the voice you'll have to wait to hear the voice it that's, was it was, kind, it of was the voice. kind of the voice it was kind of the voice so so yeah we're going to get into some nintendo news yeah. and i and i figured i would bring back bring the the clips out of storage
1: just for that i i hope you like mario role playing games and also ones that aren't new yeah there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of not
0: new stuff a lot of remakes on this one
1: actually just mario games in general i yeah. hope you like mario games that aren't new
0: Uh, yeah, (laughs) um, I think it's, so before we get into the the nitty gritty of it, just kind of general vibe of it, I wasn't especially impressed with this one. I mean, there was some good stuff in it.
1: No, I felt like it was pretty mediocre overall.
0: Yeah, it, you know what it really felt like? It felt like, okay, we have all these games that are pretty much done. We need to, and we're ramping up the Switch 2, so we're going to go ahead and push out a bunch of smaller titles Oh and yeah. And saving all the big stuff for Switch 2.
1: I I would almost guarantee this is the last Nintendo Direct that's focused solely on the yes, Nintendo Switch.
0: I agree. I and, agree. And it feels like it. Yeah,
1: and it's been a long time coming. I I'm, I'm ready for the next one, please. I
0: am too. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about it the other
1: day. I still have my launch day Switch. I do, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I traded it in for a newer one with a longer battery life, mm-hmm. but I still have it. It still works. Yeah, mine's still, you know, the battery's not great in mine,
0: and I've had to replace the Joy-Cons like three times. Yeah,
1: you know, I've never gotten a drifting Joy-Con. Really?
0: Yeah, I've, I will, every one of them, I've gotten a drift on, but, uh, but no. Have, uh, have
1: you? No, you haven't. You got the Animal Crossing one. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that's the one. That's one Jordan has is the <laughs> Animal Crossing one. Um, but uh, but no, let's talk about some uh, Nintendo stuff. My,
1: my brother's got the Zelda, the oh, Tears of the Kingdom man. special edition one. It is so rad. Nice,
0: nice. So yeah, let's let's talk about some things. What are some of the sh- games that are in the Nintendo Direct?
1: Uh, I thought the most interesting one was the Princess Peach game. To it kind of was, daughter. wasn't it? <laughs> It, it was the freshest, like most different thing they had. Yeah, and they actually kind of explained what it was, although I'm still not really clear on what kind of game it is.
0: Uh, I, I'm not either. I mean, it's definitely like a platformer with different. She, uh,
1: Peach is a Kirby this time. Yeah, well, kind of. She, she's cutie, honey. Which yeah. is an obscure kind of obscure call for. That's why I said. That's why I said yeah Kirby because it's kind of
0: that too. But yeah, she she changes costume based on what level she's playing in and it gives her uh scenario specific
1: uh abilities and these costumes are so well designed they're They're all so cute and good Mm -hmm. uh the sword fighter peach like she straight up turns into that osamu tezuka um princess knight character more or less i'm i'm Pulling out all these really, you these, really like, are fairly, obscure. yeah, narrow casting here a little yeah. bit. I hope you like old anime because I've got <laughs> so many references to it. Although honestly, my the most I know of Cutie Honey is from the Hideaki Hideaki Ano live uh, action
0: Cutie Honey of the live or Which whatever. Is,
1: it's so good. It's very good. It's a good movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no, that one's that one's a good one. There's like a chef uh, Peach. There's a detective Peach. There were a uh, bunch de- of other ones the
1: detective peach costume also is really good there's yeah. a there's a kung fu peach oh kung fu peach that's I right think was a missed opportunity that they didn't give her the yellow game of death suit but that would have been great i don't know maybe or they... like a pink version
0: of the of
1: the oh yellow. yeah that yeah. would be perfect but yeah. maybe they didn't want to get sued by quentin tarantino well she would have looked like uma thurman in that uh, i suppose Kill Bill. but well
0: her feet wouldn't have been visible that's so true it's, it's all good <laughs>
1: i know i'm not 100 sure like i guess it's just all kinds of gameplay types i think so yeah uh I don't know, it looks fun I'll, I'll get it when it comes out sure oh sure yeah
0: it's definitely kind of up there on the list of, of things to. I, i'm man enough sure. to
1: purchase the game about princess peach yeah why not i i bought super princess peach when it came out see i didn't get
0: that one but i was uh i, I think that was when i was kind of out of out of gaming a little bit at that point it's but, a solid uh, game yeah that's what i've heard uh, so they're doing a remake of Luigi's Mansion: The Dark of the Moon. Dark, which
1: was, yeah, Dark Moon. Dark Moon, the second one
0: for okay. the 3ds. For the 3ds, which okay. is a great
1: game. I yeah, I've played through it more than once, which makes me not particularly want to play through it again.
0: I am hoping they do another pass of the graphical fidelity on it because the trailer looked rough.
1: Yeah, it looked. It didn't look all that much better than the 3ds. It game. Didn't look finished. Which is a shame because Luigi's Mansion 3 is a gorgeous game.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest. And this is maybe the first time that I've ever like noticed that and gone. Okay, I bet I know which company did the port. It looks like a Grezzo. Yeah, because they they focus more on getting the gameplay right. And the graphics are usually pretty
1: flat. I guess like the like the Zelda Ocarina of Time port for 3DS. Well, they're fine, like, but it's it, it does the job. Yeah, and it, it looks certainly looks better than the Nintendo 64 version, mm-hmm. but it's missing a certain something. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And this definitely looked like it was missing a certain something. So just,
1: just get the 3DS game. Just get a 3DS, a 3DS <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, just
0: like, just go find a discontinued 3DS yeah. <laughs> and go find this game that's hasn't been in print for forever and 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 do that.
1: <laughs> just get the get just get Mario RPG for Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, Nintendo. go get a boxed
0: copy of Super, yeah, just, Mar- the Super Mario RPG.
1: Down. Yeah. No, I I'm, I'm really glad this is getting a remake cuz it's a very very good game that is hard to get a hold of otherwise. Yeah, and it looks like the gameplay is pretty much the same. I think they're adding, like, team attacks. Yeah, they're adding team-up attacks, mm. and they're adding, like, rematches against the bosses. That's cool. I'm, I'm just glad to see they're adding things to it at all. Because I, I I don't want a straight port, like... It needs to have something different. Yeah, add some yeah. fresh stuff in there. I agree, um, I agree. I mean, I, I'm privileged enough to have it on the Super Nintendo So I could if I just wanted to play the regular game, I very well could. And I
0: am cheap enough to have a a a ROM of it.
1: Yeah. And it was Except if
0: Nintendo's listening, because if Nintendo's listening, no, I don't.
1: It was on the the Super NES mini Mini, as well. Like It's out there. It's it's probably easier to get a hold of one of those than it is the, the cartridge.
0: Sure, sure.
1: But yeah, that it continues to look really good, and they did a really good job. Redoing the graphics and stuff, it still has
0: the. It has, It's very charming.
1: Yeah, it's it still has the look of the original game. It kind of has that thing going on where it looks like how you remember. They're it. a
0: little more squat. They're kind of yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's stylized. I like it.
1: Yeah. Um, we have an, an. Speaking of DS and 3DS games, that another code, uh, game is coming to the Switch in a double pack. Um, it was the old like. I guess kind of point and click adventure. Is that what it was? Yeah. Because you, you really liked this one when it came out forever ago, which is probably why we can't remember exactly what yeah. kind of game it was. It was like a puzzle thing. Yeah. I, there were a lot of puzzles that used a lot of like the DS like gimmicks. Mm. Like I remember one where you had like fold the DS a little bit. So it reflected the one screen into the other, the complete like a, code and like oh interesting it makes you wonder how they're gonna handle that yeah. on the switch i didn't mm-hmm. think about that till now i like blowing into the microphone and yeah, all
0: stuff the switch doesn't do i bet you they'll do something with the ir camera on the front instead of instead of holding something over they'll say okay put something in front of the ir camera to block that or something would be my guess, but I, I don't because know.
1: it also has the sequel with it, which was never released in America. that was a Wii game, so that should be a straightforward port situation. But also cool to play. It's cool. There's something new in this. Yeah, that is at neat. least for us anyway. Yeah, absolutely. We oh had there was a new F Zero game. Everybody get excited! It's it's brand new <laughs> F Zero, uh, except it's it's the Super Nintendo one, and 99 people can play it at a time. See, I wish. I would have been more excited if it
0: were F099, but it were the N64 version. Because th- it would not have been that much more difficult.
1: I, yeah, I think that would have been the better move too. Yeah. But there is something I've I've since played it since I saw them reveal it. It it was one of those things where they're like, it's out right now. And there is something inherently charming about widescreen um, sure. Super Nintendo mode seven. Yeah. Uh, with like high dash. Oh, it
0: looks neat. And I guess we should say what F-Zero is. F-Zero is a, a future racing game where you have hover cars, essentially.
1: And they're very flimsy and
0: easily explode. Oh, yeah. They're, they're made out of a crepe paper and and spit. <laughs> and they, yeah, you tap them and they explode. You look at them the wrong way and they explode. But, uh, and there are 99 people on a track.
1: And it, it works. really It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And... Like, I I was surprised how much I liked it and how much different stuff there actually is in it. I thought it would be a pretty much straight up F-Zero, but there's actually a lot of new elements. Oh, cool. They added the spin attack from, um, I guess, the 64. F-Zero X. That showed up. And, like, when you get good attacks on people or do good stuff, little gold orbs come out, and you collect enough of those, and you can, like, ascend to a floating track above. Oh. That's easier so you can oh. get, like, an advantage on the rest of the racers. Interesting.
0: So it, it incentivizes doing the attacks and stuff yeah. and being and, risky a little bit. And
1: it seems like if you knock, the more players you knock out, it makes your meter, your health meter larger. Oh, nice.
0: That's a good idea.
1: And it has that classic F-Zero risk reward where your health is also your boost energy. Mm-hmm. So you got it. You don't want to use too much boost because you'll open yourself up to just immediately die. Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's surprisingly fun and different. They did more than I initially had thought. Uh, It's still not a new F-Zero game, though. Yeah. And to go that long without a real game and then kind of just spit out this, like, half game is kind of upsetting. Well,
0: this is them. I I feel this is them testing the waters. If enough people download and play F-Zero 99, they might put another F-Zero game into the pipeline or at the very least port the uh, the gamecube they really one. did they should
1: just do that because that game is fantastic
0: yeah. yeah it was really good uh more mario games mario versus donkey kong
1: yeah i, I guess it's a remake of the game boy advance mario versus Donkey Kong, which is like the most middle of the road video game nintendo's ever made it's fine yeah it's fine it's like donkey kong 94 on the game boy but worse yeah and the,
0: They should have just done Donkey Kong ninety four.
1: Yeah. All the all the graphics in the Game Boy Advance version looked stale and plastic and lifeless, and they continue to look that way in the upgrade.
0: Yeah, it's not the best. It's not the best. I'm
1: but su- I'm surprised they didn't use the Donkey Kong design from the movie. Mm. Which yeah. isn't that different, but like you, different enough. You redesigned them for a re for a reason, I'm assuming. So like let's yeah. see that
0: oh yeah <laughs> I agree I agree oh you know what there there was one more uh Mario game that is getting uh redone and oh
1: yeah it's paper Mario Paper Mario
0: <laughs> Paper Mario the thousand year door uh, they announced that and I could hear the screams of thousands and thousands of classic video game resellers <laughs> yeah. in agony because now they're games that they would sell for hundreds of dollars mean nothing
1: oh it's still it'll still sell for hundreds i I know but
0: like now it's is much easier to access essentially the same game yeah before it looks exactly the same
1: i like i'm sure it's up res and whatnot but there's only so much you can do with paper mario like now it's hd but it honestly looked pretty crisp on the gamecube i they definitely didn't change a lot of the game because it still has that news from
0: that one scene they saw that in the trailer
1: Oh, really? they didn't take the noose out. They didn't cool. take the
0: noose out of that one, that one, <laughs> that one town. port. Yeah. I
1: don't, It's like I feel like I should be more excited about it than I am, but I'm just like I've played this game before. Sure. I have played it more than once. Like I'd rather have a new Paper Mario that but, was like this one. <laughs> yeah, but then, but they ha- just had a, a new Paper Mario, the yeah. one with the origami, and right? It was a good game too. Yeah. I know, I know. The fanboys don't love it because anything that's different than Thousand Year Door is a crime.
0: Sure. <laughs> I, I anything that's too normal is stale, and anything that is even a toe out of line is is awful. Yeah. So no one can win.
1: I I honestly like the sixty four Paper Mario a little bit better. I'm, I'm probably the only one on planet Earth that thinks this, but I do. No,
0: no. Uh, former guest of the show, Jordan Taylor, would would uh, absolutely agree with you. She um, didn't have a lot of video games growing up, but she has the one game, I believe, I believe she told me the she had a Nintendo 64 in college and she had two games for it, Paper Mario and Pokemon Puzzle League, and she completed both of those.
1: There's just something about that. The first one I feel like has more character or yeah. something.
0: Yeah, and the, the little bit of it that I've played, uh, I I agree. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple more things here. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. I've
1: always been a, a big Tomb Raider fan. Yeah. And now the original first three games are getting a port to the Switch and all the other consoles too. Yeah, and it it looks good, but not too good, which <laughs> which I think in this case I would prefer. Oh uh, yeah, there there's something uh, just visually pleasing about the QB level. A little
0: bit of jank. Yeah, uh, Tomb Raider has to have a little bit of
1: jank. It looks like they they focus mostly on making Laura Croft look better, and yeah. then the rest of it was kind of like well want to do too much but there's a toggle button you can toggle it on and off i i love when remasters do that when you can immediately switch back and forth between the new and old versions. yeah the, the halo ones do that mm-hmm. um the like the monkey island remaster i wish the, that the
0: new um uh, the uh, uh crash bandicoot uh redos or whatever i yeah. wish they had that i
1: wish you could just play the original games yeah because there's a lot different about them and like Without, you'd have no context if you didn't know that they were remakes. You'd have no context of what, where it came from. Mm-hmm. You know, for Crash Bandicoot historians.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those Crash heads.
1: Yeah. Trombone Champ. The, <laughs> the, probably the funniest video game that I think has ever been made.
0: Oh, it's so great.
1: That's like genuinely funny gameplay. Like. Mm-hmm. It's so rare that they make a game that's funny because of the game mechanics and not just funny things happening. Like this is a mechanically hilarious game about playing the trombone and badly. (laughs) Yeah, there's you can't play it good. You can only play it close to good (laughs) yeah yeah there's no perfect uh and i like that
0: this game uses the ir camera it's one of the few that uses the ir camera on the on the Joy-Con. it
1: has unique control modes unique Mm -hmm. to the switch Uh, it has gyro control because the game basically is you hold down a button to move a thing up and down to meet the notes as they come out right yeah and it's so the controls so analog that it's difficult to line them up. Yeah, so you perfectly. end up with hilarious
0: joke songs and stuff. Also, the song choices in the game are hilarious because they're all public domain. <laughs> yeah, like from the eighteen hundreds or whatever. Because it's an indie game, yeah. they're not
1: gonna—they they don't have the money to pay for. Although they did make one original ska song. Yeah.
0: Which is great. And the
1: description says, because people on Twitter kept telling me there had to be a Ska on uh-huh. in the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like the worst thing. Yeah. It really is.
0: <laughs> but it's great. Uh, let's see. There was a Splatoon DLC that I just didn't care much for. It, it, it was
1: hard to tell exactly what was going on. They, they didn't explain it very well. Well, I think it has, it has to do with the
0: um, two hosts from splatoon it, 2 because the, the
1: previous better hosts from yeah the other game <laughs> yeah pearl and marina yeah Are that the names because pearl is like a little robot now yeah and it seems like maybe it's like kind of a roguelike situation yeah or something it's like
0: you're in the it's you you go into the cyber zone yeah the cyberspace or whatever
1: and they said it's meant to be played over and over again which sounds oh. like a roguelike i guess yeah it kind of does well, I think that would could be fun for Splatoon. But it's different. They didn't really make clear what exactly was yeah. going on. Made it hard to get excited for it because I don't understand it.
0: Also, it was very, there were like devoid of color.
1: Yeah, which is odd for Splatoon. Yeah. A game. Based on color. On garish color. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for working that in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a Spy Family game, yeah, which is kind I of know nothing about
0: Spy Family out of
1: nowhere. Especially during a Nintendo Direct, they don't usually don't shill random anime games, yeah. Uh, but I was I was kind of half surprised that it was only about Anya, the little psychic girl from the show. Oh, was that her deal? Yeah, she's psychic. She's psychic. She can read minds. Okay, uh, it it focuses on her and not her adoptive parents who are traditional video game type characters characters. sure like that one's a spy and the other's an assassin that's the easy way out just make a third person shooter and a bayonetta and you're done but they right they, they went the other way which anya is like the standout character of the show that everyone loves so it makes sense really i couldn't
0: i i thought it would have been you're
1: your, the mom, the mom, yeah. the assassin mom.
0: Yeah, I mean, because I having no experience with the show whatsoever, but living on Twitter, you would think that your would be the one that people are into more because I, mean, I see cosplay. Of I mean, your, your is great. A lot.
1: Yours, all the characters are great on the show, but like Anya is the is the standout character. Gotcha. Okay, she's the funny one. She's the, the meme generator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Um, do we want to hop off of the Nintendo Direct stuff and move on to our couple other things? We do have a couple other things. Yeah. Believe it or not.
1: Let's talk about the weird fables thing. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So um, this dropped late, late, late last night. Uh, so we're recording this on Friday. So it would have been Friday mor- Saturday, Thursday night, Friday morning. Uh, Bill Willingham, uh, the creator of the DC comic Fables... Uh, Fables was basically a world in which yeah. fairy tale what, characters are... What if are fairy
1: in- tale's real? Yeah, what if
0: fairy tale's real? If you remember that show, Once Upon a Time, that was on the ABC network, what if
1: that show but good? Yeah, yeah. what if that show was good?
0: Yeah, and it, and it followed um, Sheriff Bigby Wolf. Um, it's set in a modern setting in a um, basically an area of New York that is called Fable Town, where all these refugees from the... Fairy tale universe have kind of come to the real world and bigby wolf is like the sheriff of this section of town who is essentially a werewolf his whole thing is but he's also the uh, wolf from red riding hood he's also the who is also the wolf from the three little pigs and he's like reformed and he's like you know whatever yeah
1: he's trying to he's trying to be a good guy
0: yeah and there have been a million spinoffs of it there was jack of fables because Jack and the Beanstalk, Little Jack Horner. Yeah, that Jack, was all the same. Jack, Jack, Jack jumps over the the candlestick. They they present it as the same Jack, and he's like these this mythical figure that's done all this stuff. Um, but Uh Willingham reve- uh announced on uh on his uh personal blog that um he
1: doesn't seem like a guy that would use Twitter. He does
0: not. <laughs> no. Um. That he has been unhappy with the treatment of his the franchise that he started, and his uh, he's been unhappy with working at DC. He said in his long-winded, it, it was a very very long article, but essentially said when I started there we had some problems, but we'd always kind of work it out. But because of the constant uh, staffing turnover and current creative. Uh, mindset at DC Comics and Warner as a, you know, the overhead, whatever
1: Warner Discovery, Warner Discovery that he wasn't having. Yeah, everybody's been
0: mad about. (laughs) Exactly. Um, He has decided uh, to release fables into the public domain. Now, what that means, DC still owns the comics rights to anything that has been created up to this point. So you can't just go online and, and download a bunch of free Fables comics. That, unfortunately, is That's not the shame. case. I mean, you could. You, I mean, you absolutely <laughs> could. Listen, you absolutely could. Should you legally? Legally, can we Te- tell you? Technically, no. Yeah, we, we legally can't <laughs> tell you to, that you should do this. Right. But going forward uh, with it being in the public domain, it means that... Characters and scenarios from that were created in the comics can be free use for any other project in perpetuity out there, anything. Anything you want. You want Bigby
1: Wolf to show up in your video game? Yes, yeah, so done. I'm, I'm making you, an announcement right now. Stay tuned for the Bigby Wolf Metroidvania. Yeah, there you go. Well, Bigby Wolf should show up as a
0: as a, a secret character in, in Mighty um, Mini Golf. In Mighty Mini Golf, there we go. Yeah, you should do an entire level that is set in the in town and and yeah, Bigby Wolf is right there. <laughs> and his first quote, we should say, well, I guess I'm public domain now. Let's golf or whatever, <laughs> because it's totally allowed. Um, that was the one thing that uh, when Willingham um, signed his contract years and years ago, Fables has been going on forever, that he was the sole owner of yeah, the it's franchise, one of the
1: few creator owned things that DC has, I yeah, believe. Yeah. They're usually pretty stingy about that.
0: Mm-hmm. They are really stingy about it, and they were so behind the the story and the idea of of this that that's what they agreed to. It. They're like, okay, yeah, no, do this for us, please. We'll give you anything. <laughs>
1: I I feel like I get the vibe from that article that he wasn't super happy with the Telltale game either.
0: Yes, that's what I got as well. Which is surprising
1: because it was really good. Really
0: good, but probably strayed. He Willingham strikes me as the type of creator that if anything is even a hair outside of the original vision, it is. He's an Alan Moore. Ah. He's an. I I feel that he is maybe a less snake god worshipping <laughs> Alan Moore. And Real thing.
1: Tell, <laughs> Telltale games like did that. And like, they take liberties. They take the Walking Dead game was like kind of their own version of Walking Dead. Like other characters from the you comics kinda would have show to, up because
0: if you're going to make a, 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 a something for another media, why why make just a carbon copy? Yeah, exactly. you have to make. And there are some situations that where things work in comic books that do not work in other mediums it just doesn't happen doesn't work so uh, liberties have to be made willingham does not strike me as a very pleasant gentleman oh
1: yeah he sounds like it wouldn't have been fun to work on that game
0: i mean allegedly he sounds like a real dink but this is kind of cool that and his whole his whole thought process was well i could sue dc but that would take a long time and money he
1: doesn't money i don't
0: have and time i don't have because he's like 67 now he's you know he's getting up there so he just decided you know what i'm going to put the screws to him in my own
1: special way (laughs) it's all free use it for whatever you want i well i thought about this for first i'm like oh this is way cool but like on second thought like it's it is fairy tale characters though if you were, they're already kind of in the yeah. public
0: domain. Yeah.
1: And if you made something that was like Fables it would take very few changes to make it not to be legally distinct enough.
0: Again, I brought it up earlier. Once Upon a Time was basically fables, but the focus was shifted slightly. Yeah, it was well, it was Disney. It was Disney. But but still, I mean, Don't
1: but I even, mean those first couple seasons that's were That's where I was the early seasons were extremely Red fables. Riding Hood was a minor character yeah.
0: in in um uh Once Upon a Time and to my knowledge, Disney hasn't made done anything with that
1: except for like those there was probably an old, like, like short. A like a 1930s silly symphonies about yeah. it or something. Yeah. But, yeah, we, I guess it wasn't until later that we had, like, frozen crap showing up. And, that was like, when they Grille were starting Deville, to run out of yeah. Issues, run,
0: run out of ideas, yeah. Well,
1: because, but that one also, ha- but Once Upon a Time also had Frankenstein. Oh. I yeah. I didn't know they had Frankenstein.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy who played the immortal guy from Heroes. The guy who looks like, uh... <laughs>
1: Oh wait, no. Yeah, now I he, remember. He, he he
0: looks he looks like uh, a great value, uh, <laughs> great value Doogie Howser.
1: <laughs> he does. He looks like yeah, yeah. They had like Frankenstein and stuff in it. I don't know. So cool that it's public domain, but also like it's not that not that cool. <laughs> it's it's fine. I mean, more things like this should happen. More more um. IP like this should be released after time yeah and maybe maybe not necessarily fables because it's not that old but stuff like like Mickey Mouse is over a hundred years old and and Disney still has their cause in that that he should be at least older depictions of him should be public domain at this point yes yes um stuff like like Sherlock Holmes Sherlock Holmes absolutely like they're they will sue you if you depict Holmes in a certain way that is from something newer mm-hmm. like if you're sherlock holmes is nice i think i don't know. there's some weird line that if you cross it suddenly you're not public domain sherlock holmes anymore right I, there was an article about it or a court case or something like
0: something like that yeah
1: public domain is
0: is weird in general for as far as the mickey mouse thing is concerned I I have weird feelings about that one. I do think the part of me is like yes, should be public domain, absolutely. He's been around long enough. However, when you are the mascot of one of the biggest companies on the face of the earth
1: and it's not like they don't still use him. And it's too. if
0: yeah, if they had given up on using him. Like if there were if they would work it into the clause where they need to use Mickey actively in order for him to continue to not be in public domain. I would be fine with that because the minute that he, that they were like, okay, we are, we are going to, you know, close the doors on the Mickey mouse. We're moving on to iron mouse because we're also Marvel or whatever.
1: (laughs) It's Oswald. All about Oswald. They, they, They
0: switch back to Oswald. Yeah. Um, that's when he would go into the public domain. I think that would be fine, but yeah, it's, I don't know.
1: I, I don't I, know. I feel weird about that I, one. I think it should be depictions of Mickey Mouse as he looked in the 30s or oh, whatever. Oh yeah, the old like, rubber tube yeah. Uh,
0: cartoons. Yeah, sure. That's
1: the Mickey Mouse that should be public domain.
0: Yeah. Um, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit should be public domain.
1: Yeah, but they they actually just released a couple of Oswald shorts that were new. Oh yeah, which you know they just did that to be like to well, keep it, it. there he is. Hey, re-
0: remember we have Oswald. Yeah yeah
1: we're still actively using him so he's our trademark
0: yep <laughs> well I tell you what we had some more things but we've actually hit time for the week so we kind of have to wrap things up for now we all we'll save them for next week it's a teaser for yeah, next week we sorry, have more stuff
1: playstation fans we swear we were going to talk about something other than nintendo but it didn't we ran out of time
0: yeah but. well you know sometimes sometimes we we have too much and we
1: are and one of them was final fantasy 7 which we've already talked a lot about
0: sure today. yeah so anyway, uh, you have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on various social media, such as Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon at Nerd Overload Now.
1: You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline. Uh, the number is 419-561-5556. Leave us a message and we'll play it on the show yeah
0: which uh which franchise do you think should be in the public domain that's been around for like 80 some odd years because i think it's like what 79 years and something and some odd months they
1: keep disney keeps lobbying they they keep moving the yeah Yeah. they
0: they keep uh moving the goalposts on that one but yeah who would you like to see
1: should i make a felix the cat game
0: there you go there you go (laughs) You can find all of our back episodes on podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. Finally, I would like to thank friend of the show and future guest host Parker for helping us out over on the Facebook page. And also David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at DavidPencil.com. So, again, thank you all for tuning in. And we will be back next week.
1: See you next week as Samantha's already leaving.